You're listening to the Action Figure Blues Podcast, episode number 323, for the week of Wednesday, the 16th of May, 2018. I'm John. And I'm Scott. This episode is brought to you by Gamefly, Mike's Comics and Stuff, and ActionFigureBlues.com. Tonight, our toys of the week are the SH Figure Arts Common Rider Build Rabbit Tank Forum and the Disney Funko Pop Ursula with Cruella DeVille 2 pack. John, you're back. I am. And back from vacation. Yay! Yeah. How was vacation? It was fantastic. But we, we learned some things on vacation because um, okay. when uh, we decided we were going, we thought, are you familiar with the ring doorbells? The, the ones that have the little camera on them? You know, their Wi-Fi. I am. Their Wi-Fi enabled. Yes. Well, yes. you know, Tracy works at home, so we thought, oh, it'll be nice to have a ring doorbell and that way we could see you know if somebody brings a package or something that we didn't stop for vacation or and we put one up um a floodlight camera in our backyard turns out you know you think of your house during the day and you think oh okay it's there you do not realize what all goes on around your house until you have motion activated cameras going on because apparently we have wild kingdom going on (laughs) around our house Um, well we, our one dog, Zoe, she always goes outside, sniffs the corner of the grill cover, and we never knew why. She would just walk outside, and she'd sniff the cover of the grill cover. And you think, oh, there must be something there. Yeah, there's a cat that comes by about every other night and rubs itself oh on that goodness. corner of the grill cover. Um, we've seen squirrels. We've seen chipmunks. We've seen rabbits. Um, we saw a hawk twice. Um, oh, my gosh. We had a ra- uh, robin or something fly up into the one camera. Um uh, but we had a bumblebee set it off. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, it's just it's it's been a very 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 odd not knowing how much you know wildlife is in the front and backyard. Um, but the hawk the hawk was Mm-mm. unusual because uh, we live in a subdivision and and it actually flew straight up on our porch. So you know it's like oh where did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> That is so cool. I mean, I think it's interesting when, like you said, that that sort of stuff where you don't really, when you're not around your place, you just kind of think of it as in stasis, you know. And yeah. but that is not true, and particularly uh, if you live somewhere where there is wildlife. Yeah, and we also learned that our mailman's kind of a jerk. So oh, he, he he. That's not surprising. He he wears blue you know, like exam gloves to carry all the mail. So like if he brings a package or some packages to your door, he'll have the blue gloves on. And then he just barely taps the door instead of knocking or ringing the bell. There's a big, Uh, there's a big glowing light right there, you know? Yeah. That's the worst. But like, you know, that, that sort of um, parcel delivery thing where I had that the other day, I get all my toys sent either to work or to my post office box because I don't trust the you know, postal delivery people, but my youngest had a birthday last week, but the week before, and I didn't realize we weren't kind of particularly expecting anything, but um, I was home, and in fact, the screen door was, the door was open, it was just the screen door, mm. and I would have walked into the back of the, like our house is long, um, and I would have walked to the back for 10 minutes and came back and then suddenly there's a card with a you need to pick up a parcel thing there and I'm like what and the door was like, open definitely oh wow did, well the the screen door I mean the door is open screen door is locked right but, but um but the doorbell 
you know, doorbell never rang. Um, and dogs were outside or the dogs were in the house. They would have sounded the alarm. Um, the, but it's like, really, you know, like, I mean, but to be fair, and I don't know how it works in the U.S., but all of the parcel delivery vans that work for Australia Post are contractors, and they are on very tight time frames with lots to do. So they don't have stacks of time to wait around. And, I, I mean, I get it. It's just it's annoying. Yeah, especially if you had a doorbell. Huh. Yeah, well, if I mean, when someone's obviously home, right? Because the the you know door door is open, screen door locked, so that that and there's a car in the driveway, so somebody's home. But and, and, there you go. I'm sure I'm sure you had your Taylor Swift cranked up. So <laughs> absolutely, yeah. Me and Taylor. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. Um, I would have to say, shockingly, that was not the case. I have particular music that. I is my getting stuff done music. So like often on the days that I work from home, I try and make that a day where I'm not doing stacks of meetings and like, you know, net meetings, that sort of thing. It doesn't always work, but it's more, this is my day. I'm going to just plow through stuff. And I have my, um, I call it my GSD music yeah. for getting stuff, stuff, of course done, uh, which is, uh, Gregory Porter. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Mm-mm. Uh, Oh, he's just amazing. He's an African-American um, jazz singer who started quite late, like his musical career. And I happened to see him out here interviewed on like breakfast television in Australia one day when I was traveling for work. And I was like, you're amazing. And I bought one of his albums on iTunes, and it's really beautiful, beautiful stuff. But because I know, I know it so well, I can stick my you know, headphones in and put that on and just – do my thing. Yeah, my uh, so, my music like that's normally ACD. <laughs> that would not that would not qualify as work music for me. And normally, it's I, just to drown out the stuff around me. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. So now, what's been happening in the world of collecting for you? Have you made any purchases, pre-orders, anything of interest of late? Um, yeah, actually. Probably one of the more interesting things was um, while I was on vacation, I found a couple of things. I found um, uh, two, two probably of note. I found the Super Friends Batman, the Mattel, you know, what is okay, that? Yeah. multiverse um, Super Friends Batman, which, which is kind of yeah. a basic Batman, which you don't see as much. Um, That's cool. But uh, on our, our last night or second to last night, um, we happened to go to Target and I managed to find the um, life-size Porg Pop. The, the the twelve or thirteen inch one, so ah uh, yeah. How much was that in the U.S.? It was thirty. So I was really surprised because I I was wow. you know I wasn't sure how much it was going to be, but that didn't seem all that bad a price considering how much bigger it is than a regular one. You know? It, yeah, yeah. Because I thought it was like one of those regular oversized where it's kind of like one and a half times, maybe you know two times the box. But this was, you know, this box is huge. It's probably I don't know eight or nine inches square and you know twelve, thirteen inches high. It's big. <laughs> that is so cool. That is so cool. I actually saw that in person today um, at a shop, and I I haven't seen lots of those big size pops. Yeah, and. They're big. Yeah, no. He's face cool. And like I said, for thirty bucks, I didn't think it was that unreasonable. Um a regular pop's about ten, so that doesn't seem too bad. No, I think that's fantastic. Like, you know, the I mean I, I it's interesting. I really funny story about how I saw this pop 
uh, a friend of the program and a longtime friend of Action Figure Blues called Rod Keith, who was uh, you know on various forums with Ben and myself for ages before podcasts became a thing, etc. And he lives in Canada. And he posted on a little Facebook group that we still have from some of those early, you know, forum people saying, look, I don't know if any of my Australian friends can help me, but there are some books that I really want that I can't find anywhere else except for at this one shop in Australia. And so I was wondering if anyone would be okay with me having them sent to you because they won't post to Canada. And it's in this, you know, some place called Nary Warren, this place. In, and I was like, hey, um, yeah, that would be me because I live 10 minutes away from there. <laughs> and, you know, like, what are the chances? It's just so, it's so crazy. And uh, so I went there today to – and I'd never heard of this little shop. And it's actually in a shopping center that I go to quite regularly, but kind of down the end of the – shop that I go to and they had all these uh, this huge you know kind of the shelves of these bigger size pops and there was like a Batman and stuff that I don't know if I've ever seen that size before so I'm, I'm fiddling around on their website at the moment trying to see if I can see how much they're charging for them because an average pop here is uh, $19 that's the yeah, that's the standard, um, you know, which is, I don't know, it's probably like two cents US, right? So, okay, so the 10 inch uh, is $80. Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that Porg's probably, I bet you he's at least 100 or 120. No, 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 I'm saying that, that oh. the, the, yeah, the size that you're talking about. So the, norm, the normal one is uh, $19, and then the, oh no, sorry, 10 inch is 80 so is that the life size one bigger than that? I think he's bigger than that. Oh my god! For thirty dollars, man. Now I bet you it would cost me double. You know, it would be the same price to probably ship him. Oh, of course, yeah. Now I mean, I don't want him. Like I'm not. I actually have. Uh, I have the normal size porg on my desk at work because somebody gave it to me for a Secret Santa last year, and but I actually have him kind of. Raised, I call him Spy Porg because uh, I I like to try and make people think that it was actually a camera. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, the the big one. The only odd thing about him is his base doesn't come off, so so he is anchored hey, to his base. Wait, oh my god! Like you said, his face doesn't come. No, off. no, his face doesn't come off. <laughs> I'm like, because <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't be scary at all. I know. I'm going to say that that would not be a drawback for me. That if his face didn't come off, I'd much prefer it stayed on. <laughs> oh, his base doesn't come off. I now, understand. Now, now, which one do you have? Because there's a couple different. Ones. Um, yeah, I've just got the normal one. I think. Okay. Because there's a sad one, right? And then there's a. Yeah, I just have the normal. Yeah, I actually got the. Uh, it's the only six-inch uh, Star Wars black I own. I, I got the Porg two-pack. Oh, cute. Yeah. Cute. And, they're, and they're still tiny. <laughs> yeah, but. Don't, don't accidentally swallow them or anything. Yeah. Mm. I haven't. I, I've gone. Haven't bought a lot of stuff lately, but I've been working through opening up some stuff that I have bought in the last you know, couple months and haven't gotten around to opening because I've been so busy. I finally got my Lex Luthor Premium Format statue unboxed, and it's pretty cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. I got him. I I didn't 
uh, order him when he came out. It wasn't like a must-have for me, but one of our local e-tailers had a sale, and I also then had another discount coupon that I was able to apply to it as well. So um, I got it for you know a only moderately ridiculous price as opposed to the normal ridiculous price. So it was worth it. Um, now so got, and now I'm just yeah. He's got the power armor, right? That's that's what that one. It's is. the power armor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's the regular, so it doesn't have the exclusive has like the kryptonite in his hand, so it doesn't have that, but that was not a big issue for me. Um, and I think that with the exchange rates, etc., the way that they are, and shipping um, from Sideshow to Australia has gotten significantly more expensive, um, that I'm going to have to pick and choose the exclusives that I have to have, really. Um, they, But they have solicited, after... I reviewed Zatanna, and I said then I was worried about the uh, future of the DC uh, premium format line just in terms of getting retreaded characters as opposed to the ones we were still waiting for. And then right after I uh, said that, they have announced uh, a Green, Green Arrow, which is like super exciting. And then also, I think, Doomsday. Um, which is, uh, I think he's going to be a maquette though, which I don't understand. I don't understand. Mm. Like, what, I don't understand what the difference the this language is. I don't know. Doomsday and Bane kind of fallen. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> not not quite as much because I I've never really, they hooked me in for okay. that whole deathless. You know, I've got a couple of the trade. I just yeah. never never was impressed. Doomsday's never done anything for me. I have to say, like I that was all happened in my not reading comics. Uh, phase and when I kind of came back to it and saw him I was always like that looks pretty weird that Pr- Prime 1 has got a Doomsday statue up for pre-order which looks absolutely amazing but also uh, without shipping um, is going for $2,300 Australian mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I, know, so I think I'm going to pass on that one does, does uh, he just get delivered in like a rocket and you know, make a crater in your backyard when you get it. Or... Well, I, for that price, I would hope so. Like, I can you just imagine also what the uh, you know the the shipping for that is going to be like? It's just insane. I saw, I saw some uh, unboxing pictures on. I think it was Facebook yesterday, and they were had like a, about a two or a three year old standing next to the boxy um, Hot Toys uh, Hulkbuster Iron Man. Oh, yes. <laughs> And it was kind of funny because it, it was almost the box was as big as the kid was. Actually, it was taller. Wow, that is cool. Yeah, I'm actually contemplating right now my next uh, premium format, whether it's going to be Deathstroke or Bane. Hmm. So I won't ask you for your input because I understand what that would be already. Yeah, Deathstroke's cool. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, Deathstroke's cool. He's a little less. He's been around longer. Original version like his original costume um is amazing i doubt we'll ever see a truly comic classic you know premium format version of it the uh, you know i i love the armor versions less uh, but i you know i also get that they are more modern and cooler but yeah, well, they, they I'll, also, I'll always be. at least they make sense for him you know Yes, it's not like, yes. It's not like Flash where, oh, we'll add armor to him. But he's that kind of character. It, that it would, makes sense. I'll, I'll just always be a fan of the pirate boots. But, yeah, it, it makes sense for sure. You should bring those back. You know, I've tried, and it was widely frowned on. So mm. I you know, just kind of gave up as quickly as I started. 
Mm. Uh, yeah. Something else that we should try is we should try doing some toy reviews. And I you have not done one here for a bit that you should go first. What do you? Okay, we'll take a short break and we will come back and we will listen to you do that. If your collecting addiction is a hard itch to scratch, then you might lack a bit of insurance that you always have some new goodies on the horizon. Loot Crate is the world's favorite subscription box service, and they're currently offering AFB listeners 10% off any of their flexible subscription plans. Every Loot Crate includes exclusive apparel and collectible items built around a theme, and there are so many theme crates to choose from, whether you're into a more general pop culture or gaming theme, or you have a more specific interest. To save 10% on any new subscription, go to trylootcrate.com forward slash afblues and enter the promo code BREACH10. If you do sign up and you love your loot, be sure to go to the AFB Facebook page and post a pic of your new gear. That's trylootcrate.com forward slash afblues with the promo code BREACH10. Well, I'm super excited to hear a review from John, and I'm not exactly sure what he's reviewing because the title just sounds like a random collection of words that might come out of the magnetic word kit. So whatever this thing is, it's easier to pronounce than an atom toy, but still uh, amazing. So I will hand over to John for him to explain and lay some knowledge on us. Well, thank you, Scotty. Um I'm looking at Common Rider Build tonight from, and this is the Rabbit Tank form. I don't know if the next one's out. There's, there's a couple of forms because, you know, Common Rider, they kind of switch their powers and stuff, but this is like the um, current show is Common Rider Build. So that's what he's known as. And then he has different forms and this happens to be Rabbit Tank. Oh, now it makes sense. Yeah. So you're good at explaining things. Well, the, the kind of gimmick on build is, you know, cause they got to sell toys. So they make all these little gadgets. Um, his little, his belt, you know, driver this time. So they have these little liquid bottles and he shakes them up and then he puts two of them in. And if they're a good match, you get the, the form that goes with them. So he might have rabbit something else at some point or, you know, rhino tank yeah. or, you know, he, he could have different um, little bottles. So, um, the first one he uses is, is rabbit tank. So it's this, um, blue and red kind of, um, kind of like striped, very asymmetrical costume this time around. Uh, so it's, it's a little, little different. You know, it's not fruit related or car related. It's kind of very basic for, for a rider. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you know, this is a, a figure art. So he's coming in a little box and they switch to, um, like a narrow box for the common rider stuff. He comes in the same size box, uh, ghosted. So I'm assuming this is like the new shirt. So it's maybe four inches wide. Um, you've got, you've got Mario and stuff. So that's more the size box I'm dealing with, but smaller box. Mm. And he came out late last year in or early this year. Sorry. Early this year. Um, you know, he's an action figure and he was right around in the 40 ish range i think okay um you know it's the typical clamshell thing inside the package with the as adam would say the instructions to play with your dolly are in there mm-hmm. that kind of thing mm-hmm. um this one does is the old style figure arts where you pull the top tray open and the hands go everywhere so no little cover over them no little totem pole that kind of thing so i was a little disappointed there but that's that's okay it's okay um so you get, once you get him out, you kind of start looking at him and they did a really nice job here because he's, he's very, uh, he's got red and blue over a, ba- a black bodysuit and his different forms. You have different colors and they're like a metallic type paint on him. Almost like a, it looks like a car type paint. So the, the red and blue are very shiny 
per se. He has his drive crank that he uses to start the transformation and hand that'll go over that crank so he can actually turn the crank and it actually does turn. You know, okay, wondering. So he has a crank and it turns. And then the little bottles are on his belt are probably some of the smallest accessories that I have seen because they actually pop out and paint on the end. So um, you pop those out. These little tiny translucent, you know, they're actually translucent red and translucent blue bottles. They're, they're not real, real detailed, but they do have a little bit of paint on them. Just have a little black on the end. Now, in the the show, when he does that transformation, he actually holds them between his thumb and his index finger, and he he shakes, which you couldn't see, oh. which you couldn't see me doing over the microphone, but um, okay, he, he actually shakes them up. You were demonstrating, yeah, that. yeah. So um, I get it. Slams them into the driver and starts starts the crank, and gets whatever powers are up next. Um, they didn't include a set of hands for doing that, and I was kind of disappointed because oh. I was hoping they would have the you know the bottle holding he could. He's shown you know, doing that. So he he comes with out of the box. He, you know, he, it seems like figure arts always packages in tray with uh, punchy hands. So we get those. We get kind of the open hands. We get the one hand for, for turning the crank. And then the other set of hands is a special kind of like pose where he does like almost like a uh, L shape, pointing shape kind of signature move when he does his transformation up near his head so you get you get the hand for doing that which is cool but i would have mm-hmm. liked to have seen i think the bottle hands in there um as well mm. uh posability you know he's he's definitely you know a figure art so there there's no no surprises there he, whatever you know a writer needs to do um some neat eyepieces um, i'm always impressed the way they do these uh with with the common writer stuff because it, it it always looks like it does on the show you know it's not just a smooth piece um yeah and they they do the the texture on the inside so the outside is smooth but the the texture gives it you know a a, a look um so that it's just not plain so so he's got the translucent eyes he's got one red one blue and then uh you know though he doesn't come with a stand one of the pictures i have in here has him with it. that's where i kind of got disappointed with this guy is other than the hands I talked about, he has like no accessories. So there's no, huh. there's no you know, no gun, no weapon. And, and it, it makes sense in the context of the show because he doesn't really use that with this form. But, yeah. you know, you kind of, on the other hand, go, well, couldn't you have put something in there, you know, to make him feel a little less, you know, it's just very unusual for a figure art. He's one of two figure arts I've gotten recently where it's been like, uh, wow, there just isn't a whole lot in here. And one of them's an older figure, but, uh, this is probably the second least amount of things I've got with a figure art ever. And especially with the common writers, there's a lot more to him than hmm. what, what you get with. Them. So, hmm. um, you know, I mean, he, he looks like he does in the show. You can pose him like he does in the show and I really have no problems with him. He's cool. Um, I've actually got the the next one on. I think it's in my uh, my HLJ private warehouse. The, the Night Rogue or whatever the the bad guy is. So I've got him to come. He'll look good next to him. But yeah, it just it feels it feels a little light on the the accessories. I mean, if I got As, look, in comparison to what you would normally get, you mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like like the last Ghost figure I got, um, Common Rider Ghost. He had probably the same number of hands, maybe one or two more. Um, he had the little the little icon things for changing, and he had a gun that turned into a sword that had extra pieces, and you know, and it was in the same size box. So, um, you know, they're they're clever on how they do. Mm. 
Mm. And and Ghost, when I got him, was the the first issue. Um, actually came with extra stuff. And and this should have been the first issue because I pre-ordered him of this figure and he didn't come with any extra stuff for, you know, first issue. Uh, I don't know. Huh. Yeah. So I, I was a little disappointed. I mean, he, he is what he is. And he's a good representation of the character. He's just a little, that's about all it is. You know, I guess is the best way to say it. Uh. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, it, uh, it looks super fun. I think that, because I don't know the property, all the common writers look the same to me. I have to be honest. Like I don't, yeah, you know, and so, yeah. But this looks like a pretty one. Yeah, I mean, he's got the the metallic paints, red and blue, and they, the paint's really well done. What's there? The black's good. You know, it's there's no bleed or anything anywhere. Or, uh, the, the you know the shoulders work great. He's got the you know ball jointed head, and, but uh, yeah, he just feels a little. Little light, so you know. I think dolly wise, I'd probably have to go eight and a half, mainly for the missing hands and just being not quite feel the value of you know what he should. Hands that, or, sorry, I'll reverse accessories that come with figures with hands that can't hold them or do the thing that they're meant to do with them are annoying. Yeah, I, I mean, I honestly, I I think I found out those bottles came out on accident, so I didn't even know they came out. When I bought oh, it, okay. Got so it. I, I was I was just kind of surprised once I realized they out that that he didn't have them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, well, well, that's part of. Uh, there's decisions that are made in the process of producing this stuff, and you know when you talk sometimes to or see an insight into how these things are produced, it's possible that the intention might have been to have it there, and then when it came down to costing, something had to go. So, um, and I don't know the, those tiny things. Being removable to me just feel like pre-lost items, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I I panicked when when I first knocked the first one because the dogs were like, eh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't, come, don't come near me. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm sure that's um happened more than once. Yeah, I I almost feel like I need to wear a breathing mask around some, make sure I don't inhale them. <laughs> oh, that's so true. That's so true. So true. No, he's he's cool. cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for that, John. That was really good, and it's great to hear uh, some of the kind of common writer stuff. I do enjoy hearing about it, even though I don't uh, know all the intricacies of it, but they look awesome. And, of course, it's just great to hear you reviewing, so thank you. We will... Oh, it's, go ahead, sorry. It, it's kind of like, like Gundam is for me. There's a lot of cool designs, you know, even, even if you're not into the show, there's a lot of cool designs in Kamen Rider or Gundam or, or those kind of things that you can just look at and go, Oh, I can appreciate that. And I think he's definitely one of them. Yeah. No, true. Very cool. Awesome. Well, thanks very much. We will take a short break and we will come back with our other review of the week. If you like listening to podcasts, there's a good chance that you'd enjoy audiobooks as well. To make it easy for you, our sponsor Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial when you go to audibletrial.com forward slash afblues. A book I'd like to recommend is Wool by author Hugh Howey. It's the first book in a trilogy which unfolds the mysterious story of The Silo, a subterranean city extending 144 stories beneath the surface. It's a captivating book that I had to listen to almost in one sitting because I couldn't turn it off. To get your copy of Wool for free and start your 30-day free trial, or find another book to start your Audible journey, just go to audibletrial.com forward slash afblues. Well, you know, 
I already reviewed something, and if there's two reviews and there's two of us here, that means that it's time for Scotty to review something. And he's got something that's deliciously evil this week, so take it away. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so when people who know the stuff that I like to review think about my favorite characters, um, I have a lot, right? Like, you know, but if, if you had to kind of top three them, what would you say, John? Like Aquaman? Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know me so well. And and Ursula. Oh well, yeah. I don't know. If people would think Ursula unless they knew, you know, unless they knew that I, I am a huge Ursula fan. I, um, I knew that because you were looking for the mystery mini. That's oh, correct. I know. So correct. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I've talked about it on the show before, but um, yeah, it's not. In terms of the stuff that I'm normally collecting, like, you know, I'm an, obviously an Aquaman guy. Um, I'm a Green Arrow and Black Canary uh, fan, which is why I'm so excited that about the uh, Sideshow um, Green Arrow. Uh, and, of course, a Legion of Superheroes fan, um, which is a very budget-friendly collecting habit um, because <laughs> – they pr- practically don't exist at the moment. But anyway, the uh, saw people freaking out about the new Thundercats cartoon, um, which I have to say looks absolutely terrifying, but it's still, you know, another interpretation. And, you know, the whole kind of like, this has violated my childhood thing. And I was like, yeah, try being a Legion of Superheroes. Man. <laughs> anyway, um, but I've always had this little soft spot for Ursula. And I think it kind of goes back to the time in my life when the little mermaid first came out and we had some good friends and uh like this is way before we had kids so good friends who had a um a little girl who was super cute and she loved the widow mermaid as she called it and so i saw it a lot and ursula to me is just the disney villain um that all should be compared to um poor unfortunate souls you know the whole whole bit it's just um yeah, amazing, amazing, and so I, you know, I don't, I'm not an Ursula completist by any means, but if I see Ursula things, I find it hard not to buy them. The pop vinyl Ursula is one that the originals kind of pass me by. Um, you know, there's so many pop vinyls that it is hard to kind of keep track of them all, and I'm not normally in the Disney collecting wheelhouse. I'd never really thought about an Ursula pop vinyl until last year when the there was an exclusive at one of the conventions that came out that was like a diamond glitter Ursula, which I got, but then I was like, oh, I should really look into getting a just you know normal Ursula pop. And I found that if I was prepared to pay hundreds of dollars – actually, I said something when I bought the diamond one at my store and said I should really try and find the normal one. And the guy was like, uh, yeah, they are like super expensive. <laughs> so, yeah, some of, the, some of the other Disney – early Disney ones, they, they go for big, big bucks. Really, really. Yeah. Know, I know like, Tracy has looked for – been up there um, yeah. in price. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, well, okay, I'll have to let that one go. And then I saw a pre-order for a Ursula and Cruella de Vil two-pack and thought sold. So it took forever. to. I think it was a kind of reissue because I think these originally came out in 2017. But I just got mine, and I'm very excited. So my interest, because I'm an Ursula fan, my interest has kind of expanded to some of the other 
um, Disney villains. So I'm always up for a good Cruella or Maleficent um, as well. And then, you know, some of the other hangers on the, uh, so Funko pops are one of those things where obviously they are everywhere. And, the amount of future space that they are going to take up in landfill is kind of terrifying. The uh, And you can get immune to what they are as individuals because they're, you know, the boxes that always displayed in such volume and they have this really iconic packaging that's instantly recognizable. And I don't know what it's like in the U.S., but here they are everywhere, um, you know, not just in – your kind of hobby stores, but in your news agents and, um, you know, places where people go to buy cigarettes and all that kind of stuff. Mm. So it's like you can go and buy some cigarettes and then there's like 300 pop finals as well or whatever. <laughs> I don't really understand. Um, so, uh, but, and I, the ones that I do have, like I'm not a real pop vinyl collector. The ones that I do have, I generally haven't opened. So, Whenever I do kind of review one or look at one in detail, I always have to kind of take a moment and realize, you know, we we do take for granted the effort that is put into these because obviously they're, you know, they've got this amazing model for however long it lasts of being able to take classic and new properties and um, license them with this thing that's instantly recognizable, but that even if you don't, you're not don't really collect toys. You're not really into pop vinyls. You know, you've got that thing that you love enough that either someone will buy this for you for a gift, or you'll want it, you know, and have it sitting on your desk. And um, so this, when I'm looking at it, they, they are really, really super fun. So packaging, you know, if you uh, have never seen a pop vinyl. Um, box. They are window boxes. They are. Th- there's a photo album of all of this up on our Facebook page, by the way. Um, they are window boxes. They have the uh, pop logo, character name, and character illustration on it. And then, if it is part of a wider family, e.g., Disney, that, that sort of branding as well. And the two packs come in a few different uh, varieties. Some of them are slightly bigger with diorama pieces, etc. That seems to be becoming a little bit more popular. And there's I, I saw the other day a Aladdin and Genie one that I was found hard to kind of pass by because it just looks so cute and um had a base as well. And then I was like, stop, there has to be some boundaries to this. You're out of control. And I didn't buy it. Um <laughs> Yay me, I didn't buy something. And uh, it was close to payday as well, and that did influence it. So I was like, remember, we still need food, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> always helps. Um, and you own a horse, right? Oh, my God. I own a horse far out. Yeah. This is, year, year two of horse ownership has been much better. No. It's You're not in the having to buy everything phase now. It's just the maintaining, which is not cheap, but it's not at, like it was. So, phew. Yeah, that was all good. Um so, but this is just your standard two pack with just the figures in it. And if you are a pop vinyl uh, expert and you know the history of Ursula in pop, there are two different Ursulas. There's Ursula with hands kind of in floating mode and no crown or trident. 
and there's been that's been used in a couple of different varieties, both as a single and as a two pack with Ariel. And I think there's a Chrome version of that as well. And then that's also the same sculpt that the mini version is, and also the keychain version, which I own a couple of, um, is as well. And there's kind of a normal and a chromey version of that as well. And then this Trident and Crown version is the newer Ursula that was in the Diamond version and in a single release as well, and now in this two-pack. And from you know what I can tell, and someone I'm sure will write in and tell me that I'm wrong, but from what I can tell, the paint apps on this two-pack version are the same as the single. The the I mean, Ursula has got obviously some really fun sculpting with the whole tentacles thing happening. Um, I'll talk a little bit more about um, tentacles in a moment, but she is articulated just at the neck, so there's no other um, articulation, but she does have 360-degree exorcist-level uh, neck articulation. The She's got a wider base, so there's no plastic base alongside her the um paint on her is great the i i, I don't i don't it's hard to tell with the head piece what it's been cast in i want to say it's been cast in the purple and then been painted but i can't say for sure the little chrome of her crown is nice and all the paint apps are really clean the tentacles um and the uh both you know top and bottom um, there's some really lovely detailed little suction cups on the uh, tentacles um now Ursula in the movie, uh, how many tentacles does she have? I have eight, right? Yes. So Pop Ursula only has six. And so I noticed that, and then I was like, interesting. So I, I wonder, and but I, I haven't immediately found a really good reference point where you can identify all tentacles, but I'm, I'm kind of seeing some images that look like movie Ursula might only have six tentacles. So maybe this is movie accurate. Ah, she has, because she has two arms. Uh, She actually has eight limbs total. So got it. Got it. Okay. Well, there you go. Thank you to Ralph. Yeah. Thank you, Ralph. Yeah. Yeah. At least he's good for something. Mm. Yeah. Much more effective in the podcast than he is at at work. Um, I have to Mm. say the, uh, so Trident is, you know, sculpted um, and cute. The uh, this is a little bit bendy. Mine's a little, uh, yeah. I'm not actually the sculpt. The Trident and the sculpt itself, in the way that they've done it, it means that the base is maybe a tiny bit bent. But I mean, like this is really cute. Um, I like the with the head articulation. You know, you can kind of have her looking straight on, but she actually looks a little bit kind of cuter if you turn her head a bit to the right and. Um, so she kind of looks like she's looking off to the side, and she is um, great, great, great fun. Uh, and she's a ten out of ten for me as a as a pop. I'm super excited to have her. Um, I, I feel like I'm actually going to have to get another one of these just to have an Ursula to put on my desk while there's one, you know, two pack in in storage for posterity because um, this is yay, like super fun. Um. 
So then Cruella. Now, Cruella, this is not the first pop vinyl of um, Cruella de Vil. This is a different, uh, like a quite different sculpt from uh, the earliest version um, of Cruella, which had her hair uh, down more at the side and uh, had eyeshadow and had her with her you know trademark little cigarette on a, a stick um, type thing and um, this is but this version has been released as a single uh, pre as well and this is more crazed Cruella and I should say that of that original Cruella there are a couple of different versions um, of that as well there is a uh, one with blue eyeshadow one with green eyeshadow um, you know slightly different paint apps but then th- this Cruella to me is, you know, more the, I guess, you know, crazed, like, um, cl- I don't know, classic Cruella. And she's got, her hair is pretty wild. She doesn't have the cigarette, but she's got a handbag. And uh, she's got green earrings. And her coat, of course, is, is uh, furry and um, floating. So this one is a little bit of a challenge just to kind of get organized because she uh, really cannot um, – well, sorry, I shouldn't say she can't stand on her own, but it is not easy. Um, her coat is heavy, and the depending on which way you have her head turned, um, like she can really only – like right now I'm trying to stand up on her own and she, I can't do it at all. Uh, I have been able to do it at certain angles. But the other thing as well that I don't know, it's a little bit odd is that I, I, she feels uh, like she is just a little bit not flat on the ground. Even when you're trying to kind of press her on the ground, um, her, her legs are, I don't know, maybe, Oh yeah. It's like her right leg is, her heel is a little bit longer than her, left heel so that is not helping matters hello um i mean she's obviously she's quite top heavy because her hair sculpt is pretty wild and so her hair is is really her head's really heavy compared to the rest of her body um she does come with the little stand disc which you know would be helpful if it uh was easy to kind of put on and keep on um but uh that I have found actually a little bit fiddly to get her attached and standing to uh, on as well without one of the feet popping off. And I'm wondering now if it's because they're actually not quite the same length. So I don't know if that's right across the board or if I'm just lucky and I might have to do a little bit of um, physiotherapy with Cruella later to get her um, legs <laughs> at the same level. Some, um, some temperature different uh, hydrotherapy oh, uh, yeah absolutely hydrotherapy for sure yeah boil a little yeah. boil and freeze maybe i don't know um the oh, that scares me with pops anyway it doesn't really matter it's a pop vinyl and i'm probably going to put it back in the box um it's okay stop crying um the i mean this is super fun like she looks you know she looks absolutely crazy <laughs> which is really you know um like what you think of when you think of Cruella. um I, I really love what they did with her cheeks, where they've kind of undercut oh, yeah. her cheeks a little bit, and it, it really gives her that sunken, thin look to her face. Yeah, she has got very pronounced cheekbones, and so it does provide that, oh, wow, I'm just trying to get her back on this stupid um, base now, and it really, I think it is because these feet are not at the same height, and so I'm oh, far out, man. Okay, you might just have to lie down for a moment so I can talk and concentrate. <laughs> No, now she's standing. Um, 
there, uh, there's a little bit of a paint issue on this, which is kind of comical because her um, lippy, her lipstick has gotten onto her teeth a little bit, um, which I almost feel like that might actually, you know, works. Be yeah, yeah, it works. <laughs> But I don't think it was intentional. Um, so, uh, but yeah, it actually, I was kind of like, well, that's amusing actually, because she looks like the kind of person that might have not succeeded at getting her lipstick straight. Um, she has just, again, the head articulation um, and not quite 360 because her hand, I mean, like, not that that's like a review point. I'm disappointed that I cannot turn my action figure's head all the way around. Um <laughs> Unless you've got a Linda Blair pop, there's not a re- there's no reason to complain. Um, so yeah, no, look, it's fun. I'm going to give her a nine out of ten just because of the um, paint and um, kind of standing up properly issues. But I think that if you were a Cruella fan, that you would be really happy with this. It has the the rock candy line um, that Funko is doing which I've never really gotten into, but they have Cruella and there's a couple of different versions of that. There's a flopped coat version. There's a Maleficent of that as well. Um, I don't, I don't know that we'll get her Ursula in that line just because I'm not quite sure if it, she really lends her form lends itself to that sort of, you know, what they're it's, doing. Um, it's kind of the Bishojo of pop vinyl. Rocket. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. Um, but you know, super fun. So yeah, if you're a Disney villain fan, then I think that you would really, enjoy this and definitely if you wanted uh particularly ursula but a single single cruella uh as well then this would be the much cheaper way to access that but i wouldn't wait too long i believe that this was a hot topic exclusive in the u.s Mm. but uh we don't seem to um i think that our all, all basically all the pops in Australia are done by one distributor and they get access to everything. So it's quite funny because we, we, all the convention exclusives that happen in the U S are available same day here. That is in, so strange. I know it's, it's really odd. So like you have, you know, New York comic con, San Diego, whatever. And on the day of that convention opens, you can, you know, go to your local, zing or whatever and buy these like really easily <laughs> and the yeah it's it's weird you know i didn't realize this until recently i have i have a friend named jason and he's over at double j custom creations and he's been doing a lot of um he does a lot of painting like of resin models and stuff um does a lot of zombie stuff but he's been doing like custom repaints of pops and i actually got one for mrs nerd that's the witch from snow white and um oh Actually, if you scroll down a little bit from your picture, I, I popped a picture in notes for this. He repainted her in like a stone and he added a little texture here and there to her. But for the most part, he, he's been doing these, these repaint of pops. You know, he's taking the paint up a notch on them. And it's really cool because he's bringing out detail wow. and stuff that's there that you don't see normally. It's paint's just fantastic. You put a good paint job on top of a pop and you, you really end up with something, something cool. It, it's been fun yeah, to do that th- or fun to see it you know, happen. There, There is a, Definitely a pop custom industry. Well, I don't know if it's you know, an industry, but not just for the um, pops, but like for matching packaging as well. Yeah. And I've seen a couple. In fact, when I went to this shop today, they had one made up of their mascot, and it looks. I kind of 
took a double take so I was like oh is that and then I was like oh no that's just like a really clever custom like yeah. um it's, it's kind of so funny yeah actually uh, Mrs. Nerd if you send him one of she has two of these she's going to send an extra pop of appropriately the queen queen elizabeth and have her repainted into oh, yes. a different outfit so we can have her in. oh very nice yes well we we owe this um you know this time together to our uh royals because i am excused from having to participate in the viewing of the royal wedding which is taking place right now which is why i was allowed to um record on a saturday night um so yay hopefully more of them will get married and uh, <laughs> the, the the queen pops cool because she has a corgi. Oh, that is cute. That's awesome. Cool. Well, that was super fun. I think we will take a very short break and we'll come back with a little bit of feedback before we wrap up the show. Well, we love hearing from you, and if you would like to communicate to us, you can post on our Facebook page, you can tweet at us at AFBlues, you can find us on Instagram, and we are also via email at podcast.actionfigureblues.com, or you could post at our forum at afbforum.com, which is where this first be- this first piece of feedback comes. So over to you, John. Yep. And it comes from my good friend, a good friend of the show, Eric's. And he says, 317 was another great show. In fact, after listening to Eddie's review on the DC multiverse figures, I decided to go out and pick up the TV Martian Manhunter and plan on completing mm-hmm. the series eventually. Also, I'm considering ordering a few of those blind bag Looney Tune boxes. To keep up the great work. I, I actually looked at that Martian Manhunter. I might have, and I have super. It is a good figure for sure. Um, the Looney Tune uh, blind boxes are just a rabbit hole to hell um, because there are that many exclusives in different retailer boxes, etc. And I have got that many spares of the common ones that I'm going to be giving them away as little pack-in presents forever. So well, I finally I've given up now. So, I'm done. So you should save those and use them when you send stuff out. Like if you're selling stuff on, you know, one of the groups, send it out. Just send one of those with, and then people think that they're is what I mean. Something, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, that's what I mean. That they're gonna be every time I, you know, sell toys or whatever. Uh, unless people, as long as people are nice, then they'll be getting, <laughs> they'll be getting one of these. That's for sure. Um, I mean, I might try and group them to some of them together in lots and just sell the common ones. Yeah, as groups, um, cheaply on eBay, just because I really I've got quite a few. Um, but this is a, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna have to eBay now for the ones I really want. I haven't I haven't succeeded in getting a Dino, which is one that I really wanted. So um, I'm gonna at least have to go for him. Uh, and Twitty and Sylvester as well seem to be. I can't even find the version that version of the box mm. where that they're in anywhere in australia so that's annoying. i haven't seen those anywhere i don't know why really i, I mean but i don't know if they just didn't catch my eye or or what no, i haven't seen them. yeah well avoid i've never like i mean i, I usually th- this has got so many different exclusive i it, i don't understand why they've done this as opposed to like doing two series of these for the number of figures that they've done because there's a whole series worth of exclusives out there and why you would make it that hard for people to be able to collect them. Well, you said there's there's Tom and Jerry and Fred, and why didn't they just do a series of um, Hanna-Barbera then, you know, individually? It's a combined one. So the, yeah. the common ones, the common ones, I mean, the ones that are in all the boxes are 
Fred, Yogi, Huckleberry Hound, Bugs Bunny, Tom Jerry, Falkhorn Leghorn, who's I have never seen, and he's supposed to be a he's a one out of seventy two, but he's not a exclusive. But I have not found one. Marvin the Martian and Daffy Duck, and then there is one uh, version that has the exclusives are Elroy Astro. Sorry, I called in something else and you yelled at me electronically. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Yosemite Sam, and the only one of those I've managed to find is Yosemite Sam. And then there is another one that version that has uh, Pepe Le Pew, um, Roadrunner, and Wile E. Coyote, and oh. I've only got Roadrunner. Oh, that'd be cool. There's another one. Yeah, there's, the Roadrunner is cool, but that's then there's another one that has got Boo Boo and uh, Quick Draw McGraw and Dino, and I've got Quick Draw McGraw and um, Boo Boo, but not Dino. And then there must be another, at least one other set out there that has Sylvester and Tweety, but I can't, and someone else, but I can't even find that. It's mm. so annoying. Do kids today even know who Huckleberry Hound? Is? No, I barely know who Huckleberry Hound is. Or yeah. I keep getting reminded because I keep getting him and going, "Oh, that damn blue dog." <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just like you know, I don't know. I've never had such bad luck with this stuff. I'm always like, okay, so I've bought a whole bunch from the same store and I haven't got any of the exclusives. So the exclusives must still be sitting there, but no. And then anyway, I, I really I have an unspeakable number of these and I've decided I have to stop. And because, you know, it's not, you're not actually saving as opposed to going to eBay for them. I mean, there's a few of them like the Elroy one, et cetera, that I'm just never going to own. Cause he's like 140 bucks on eBay. It's ridiculous. I know. Ridiculous. And he's supposed to be a one in 36, you know, like so I don't just, somewhere yeah. there's a whole box of them. A yeah, solid right. box. Nothing but Elroy. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. Hey, I'll distract myself by reading our other piece of feedback, Please which do. is an email from Bill. Okay. Eddie says, hey, guys, I recently discovered the show, and I love it. Can't wait to go back to the beginning. Oh, my goodness. Do you really want to do that, Bill? There's a lot of these. Okay. Um, Anyway, have your luck. Um, Can't wait to go back to the beginning and listen. I really like the episodes where you look at a line like the new show with the Kenner Superman retrospective, which is out on iTunes, but I have not actually put the blog post up yet. So there you go. Thanks, Bill. The... Uh, you may have done some of these, but the ones that I would love to hear about would be Sectors, Visionaries, and the Six Million Dollar Man. Thanks, Bill. I know almost nothing wow. about two. The first yeah. two? Yeah, same. I will have to bring in a subject matter expert um, for those. But I think the Six Million Dollar Man one would be in your and my wheelhouse. Oh, yeah. We could probably put one of those yeah, together. Right. Um, I had those back I in the day. Have, well, I had him. I didn't have any idea. Oh my gosh, ones. practically mm-hmm. twins. Yeah, my sister had the Bionic Woman. Oh, I forgot um, about her. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that I bought that. Well, I didn't buy, but that I um, chose that for her as a present so that I could play with it. Um, and I think I had I had the boss dude as well, Oscar Goldman. Yeah, you know, I I remember mine being when we lived on base. The the basements were not finished; they had cement floors and stuff. And I was over next door at the kid's house next door, and I remember dropping my six million dollar man, and his shoulder on his left arm shattered. Oh, you know, I did the kid repair and I had, I picked up the couple pieces that came out and I had them with scotch tape trying to hold his arm on for the longest time. (laughs) All those childhood memories. There, I'll, I'll leave, I'll leave you guys with some traumatic, you know, memories. Actually, that could be a whole episode. Traumatic childhood memories. Yeah. 
Oh, I mean, toys, toys. Hello, toys. Not we don't want to hear about all the bad things that happened to you. Come on. I don't know if I. That's what Twitter I don't know is if we for. Right? Want to hear yeah. Adam's traumatic toys. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. No normal people. You know, like no normal ones, not weird Adam ones. No way. My my first one was I used to have all my like Fisher Price people, and some of them I used to play with in the bath, and one of them, my favorite one, went down the drain. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, and I was I was very sad. It's like you know when you're a kid, those things where you like you you don't realize that you're not going to get something back. Um, Like I remember the first time that I was like had the television on, and I think I had to go to the uh, bathroom, and so I turned it off and was super disappointed when I came back and turned it on, and it wasn't like still in the same place. I was like, guys, I can't believe you didn't wait for me. Like what? When speaking of getting things back, when I was a kid, my mom and dad were mowing the lawn, and they had pink flamingos out. in the seventies, that was oh, a thing. No. and they just—if you're—if oh, oh. you're familiar with those, they just have wires for legs. Um, they turned their head for two minutes, and I had picked up the legs and you know these long wires, and I had dropped them down a drain just to see how far. Ah! Oh no! Oh my goodness! I I uh, took all the kind of cart like credit and store cards out of my mum's um, wallet and posted them in the heater vent <gasps> in the floor. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. You probably don't remember what happened after that, do you? Oh, I was 32. Yeah. So, no, oh, no huh. yeah. No, it was, um, yeah, no. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't remember. I remember, uh, I, I don't know. You know, some things, those things where you get told the story so often that you feel like you have a memory yeah. of it, but I probably don't. Um, another one was, uh, like taking all the labels off a whole bunch of canned, you know, fruit and veg and that sort of thing. And, <laughs> having lots of you know surprise <laughs> openings is it beans or is it pears there's only one way to find out um okay well we could go on forever um and we have been going on for 323 episodes now uh, with no sign of stopping so come back Yay. next week and we will tell you more things that you may or may not care about we promise yay bye everyone Control the pet population, have your pet spayed or neutered. And your atoms, too. Okay. (laughs) Good night, nerds.